You are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another installment of Locked On Texans, your daily podcast covering your Houston Texans. And as always, I'm your host, Cody Davis, and please remember to follow the Locked On Texans page at Locked On Texans on Twitter, and please remember to subscribe to Locked On Texans on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Megaphone, and Spotify, or any of your favorite podcasting streaming services. Today is Thursday, March 25th, 2020, which means the NFL is less than two weeks away from kicking off the start of the NFL free agency. I don't know about you guys, but free agency, no matter what sport it is, has always been one of my favorite times of the year, only due to the fact there's so much speculations on where is this guy going? Which team is looking to acquire this guy? How can a team do this? How can a team do that? And your Houston Texans, Guys, I said this multiple times on the show. The 2020 offseason will be one of the most important and crucial building projects of this team in franchise history because the Texans are not a team who are the bottom feeders. They are not sitting at the top of the draft trying to decide between. But yet at the same time, there are still a couple pieces away from becoming the Kansas City Chiefs or becoming a hopefully what could be a dynasty like the New England Patriots over the last 15 to 20 years. They are still a couple pieces away from saying they are the team that has next. And that's why I keep saying it over and over and over again that the offseason in 2020 will be extremely important for this team. You already have your franchise quarterback. You have one of, if not the best wide receiver in the league in DeAndre Hopkins. You have an offensive line. Yes, we know they need to go out and sign Laramie Tunsil. Touching on the Laramie Tunsil situation, John covered it earlier this week that Tunsil fired his agent and he is looking to become the highest paid offensive lineman in the league. I'm not going to say he is not worth it because, ladies and gentlemen, he is worth every single penny. But this is when I start getting a little irritated about what can happen or what can go wrong because I just don't want to see a situation where Bill O'Brien and the Texans overpays Laramie Tunsil. And they don't have a lot of money to sign and improve in other areas that they really need to improve in. You take a look at that secondary. I truly do believe that they can go out and find a quality secondary in this free agency class. I do believe it can be enough to help this team reach the next level. Same thing on the offensive side of the ball. We talked about it a lot. Hopefully, I'm on I I am hoping that they actually come to terms and give Carlos Hyde at least two more seasons. But ladies and gentlemen, knowing that Laramie Tunsil 
wants to be the highest paid lineman. Like I said, I'm not taking anything away from him. But it kind of concerns me just due to the fact that, one, if you overpaid Tunsil, then that puts the Texans in a position where they can miss out on a couple guys that can help them out in other positions. And two, if you don't give Tunsil what he wants, who's to say he's not willing to leave? Which brings up another problem that a lot of people has been talking about ever since the trade went down. Did the Texans give up too much when they acquired Laramie Tunsil from Miami last year? That that That's something to think about moving forward. And to be honest, I don't know how the Texans are going to work Laramie Tunsil. You also got DJ Reader, who nine times out of ten will be moving on from the Texans. And he's one of the guys I would hate to see leave this team because I truly do believe he's one of the most important pieces of that defensive line. Especially due to the fact, given J.J. Watt's age and given Watt's injury history, you still don't know how much Watt has left in the tank. And to let a guy like D.J. Reader go, it's going to hurt this team, believe it or not. But the best part about the Texans going into this free agency market, they have roughly around $61 million to spend. That seems like a lot of money, but when you think about What's going to happen with Laramie Tunsil when you think about if there is a possibility that they can keep DJ Reader? And even if they decide to give Deshaun Watson his big payday this offseason, just those three potential moves alone can eat up so much of what the Texans have to play with with their $61 million in the cap space. Hopefully Laramie Tunsil can come back, but not as the highest paid lineman in the NFL. I personally want to see the Texans go out and do everything that they can to improve that secondary. But there is one potential move that might be out there that I'm not that big of a fan of. But if it happens, I won't be mad. Texan players love to use social media as a way to recruit players to their team. Remember last summer when the Houston Rockets had first traded for Russell Westbrook? DeAndre Hopkins had posted a picture of Harden and Westbrook together on his Instagram page and Jelly Ramsey um, put in the comment section. So superstars are linking up in Houston nowadays with the eye emoji as saying he's interested to see what is there a possibility that he can be the next superstar to come to Houston. A couple months after that, he demanded a trade out of Jacksonville. And in the most pettiest way of all, Deshaun Watson <laughs> took a picture with Jalen Ramsey the same night that the Texans had defeated the Atlanta Falcons 53-52 in that epic win. And when, when that picture was posted on social, everyone got excited because... Jalen Ramsey was already in Houston. You go back a couple months earlier, he already gave some kind of indication that he was at least interested in joining this team. And now here he is already demanded a trade out of Jacksonville already in Houston with the franchise quarterback posting pictures on social media. Now, 
let me just say this. I'm not the one who likes and try to break down every single social media post that goes on with these players. I mean, at the end of the day, they are friends. Deshaun Watson, Jalen Ramsey, DeAndre Hopkins, whoever it might be. They have the freedom to post on social as much as they want with their friends, just like we are able to. But sometimes I do believe there's more to these open recruitments over social media versus just trolling and playing with the fans. And here we are, two weeks away from the start of free agency, and we already have our very first Recruitment over social media between DeAndre Hopkins and Sammy Watkins. Earlier this week, Watkins posted on Twitter, where is my next adventure going to be at? A little backstory behind that tweet. Watkins and the Kansas City Chiefs are not seeing eye to eye on his next contract. This is a guy who was a very important piece to that Super Bowl team. Rumors are circulating that he and Kansas City are willing to part ways at the start of free agency. So once he posts that to social, the league's best wide receiver, DeAndre Hopkins, retweeted it and said, Reunion? With a throwback picture of both of those guys playing at Clemson. Now, once again, I'm not the one to dissect and break down any social media post that these players post once again they have the freedom to post whatever they want to whenever they want to whoever they want to post it with and however they want to post it with but once again sometimes i believe they are trying to make a statement to not just trolling or teasing fans but sometimes i do believe they are trying to make a statement to their team by saying hey this guy is available we are trying to reach the next level and i do believe this is the guy who can take us over the top. John and myself talked about this one day last week. We talked about the possibility of the Texans adding more firepower to their offense. I personally do not believe that the Texans should not make building their offense a top priority only due to the fact that there are so many holes on the defensive side of the ball, especially with that secondary. But if the Texans were able to get a guy like Sammy Watkins, why not? This is a guy who's about to enter his seventh season in the league. In 2019, he caught 52 passes, recorded 673 receiving yards to go along with three touchdowns. And my favorite stat of all, he averaged 13 yards per reception. 15 yards per reception for his career. I'm not the one who believed that building the Texans offense is, is a top priority this offseason. Once again, you have your franchise quarterback. You have the best receiver in the league. You have a pretty solid offensive line that's trending in the right direction. You have two versatile running backs where you can attack any opposing team any type of way you want. Especially when you take a look at, once again, how important it is for them to build that defense, especially that secondary I do believe this offense can be put on a back burner just a little bit. But let's just say if the Texans do have an opportunity to get Sammy, I honestly do think that they should go out and do it. 
And I only say that just due to the fact that I have been, I'm not going to say I've been leading the charge, but I've been really, really close of being an advocate of saying it is time for the Texans to part ways with Will Fuller. And I know a lot of people have seen this and I, and I have been getting some tweets. I've been getting some messages in my DM saying, why would you say that? Will Fuller, when he's healthy, he's this. Will Fuller, when he's healthy, he's that. I understand that, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not taking away the talents of Will Fuller. That guy is a very talented individual. But every time you mention Will Fuller, it's always in if he can stay healthy, if he can stay on the field, if he is available to play. At some point, in order for the Texans to take the next step, they have to go from an if to someone who's going to be reliable week in and week out on that football field. So I'm going to pose this question, and I hope you guys answer on Twitter. In a situation where they can go out and get Sammy Watkins, will you be okay then of the idea of trading Will Fuller? Because first and foremost, although it will be nice to see the Texans create a super roster with the likes of DeAndre Hopkins, Sammy, Will Fuller, and even Kenny Stills, the chances of that happening is slim to none. Yes, I would love to see that happen only due to the fact I believe that would go down as one of the greatest offensive super teams of all times. But it's not realistic. So if there is a situation where you see the Houston Texans, they are able to get Sammy. But on the flip side, they can actually trade Will Fuller and get some valuable assets for him. Will you guys be okay with that? I will be, and here's why. Once again, I know a lot of people are opposed to the idea of trading fuller and i and i get it he's talented to me he's one of the top 20 to 25 receivers in this league when he's healthy keyword when he's healthy and that's the problem i have with will fuller and ever since i originally made my statement on i do believe it's time to part ways with this guy I've gotten some tweets and I got some backlash saying, why would you want to get rid of Fuller? He's talented. If he's healthy, he can do this. When he's on the field, he can do that. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm not taking away any type of talents of by saying I would like to see the Texans and Will Fuller part ways. But I do believe the whole if he's healthy, if he's this, if he's this, when he's that, is holding back this team in a position where they can get a guy that is similar to Fuller, but if not, maybe just a tad bit better. And not only has he proven that he can be a really reliable second to third receiver on a team, he's going to perform. In the Super Bowl win against the San Francisco 49ers, he recorded five passes for 98 yards including the crucial 38-yard touchdown run, which was basically the game-winning drive during their 31-20 Super Bowl win. And although he has had some problems staying healthy just like Will Fuller in the past, 
the last two seasons, he was basically getting back to the player he was in 2015, a year in which when he was playing for the Buffalo Bills, he recorded 1,047 receiving yards in 13 games to go along with nine touchdowns off of 60 receptions. In his two-year stint with the Kansas City Chiefs, this is a guy who looked like he was getting back on that track. And can you imagine to finally have a second-tier receiver who can not only take the pressure off Deshaun Watson, but can most definitely take the pressure off DeAndre Hopkins? And that's my biggest problem with Will Fuller. We know how good he can be when he is healthy. We know how much he opens up this offense as a playmaker. Because when he's on the field, you cannot double-team Hopkins. Because that would just leave Will Fuller open. But we don't never get a chance to see that because he's always injured. He's always on the sideline. And when he is on the field, we don't even know if we are getting the best version of Fuller. But ladies and gentlemen, just think about it. In a situation where you can get not only a better receiver, but a healthier receiver. Why not go for it? However, the only problem is if Sammy Watkins were to come to the Texans, the only issue would be how much are the Texans willing to spend? Right now, his market value is going for three years, about 32 to $35 million as um, the type of receiver he is. And that deal doesn't sound bad. But when you break down where the Texans need to spend money. You look at what's, what they're trying to do with Laramie Tunsil. Once again, you're on the verge of getting DJ Reader, but just due to the fact of the importance that he has meant to this team, you have to offer him something. And, of course, you got to save some money and get ready to give Deshaun Watson his biggest payday. And I didn't even get a chance to mention Carlos Hyde. To be honest, I don't even know where my boy fit in this financially. But... But that goes back to how tricky this free agency resigning period is going to be for the Texans and Tunsil. Because if they can get Tunsil on a reasonable deal, then possibly they can go out and try to get the likes of Sammy Watkins. But depending on how much Tunsil might demand, you might be in a situation where you can lose Reader. You could miss out on getting a, a, a new playmaker like Sammy Watkins. And who's to say if Carlos Hyde even will still be back? It's going to be real interesting to see what the Texans are going to do in free agency. Once again, I do believe they should do whatever it takes to improve that defense. But hey, if Sammy Watkins is available, there is room to sign him under the salary cap. And you could find a potential deal to get some pieces back for Will Fuller. Why not? Locked on Texans, only on the Locked On Podcast Network. Guys, once again, I do not want you guys to believe that I have some kind of vendetta against Will Fuller, nor do I not like Will Fuller, because that's not the case. He is by far my third favorite Texan on this team. And that night he had that career game against the Atlanta Falcons, 
I was extremely happy for him because I knew he was capable of not only having a career game, but I just knew he is capable. To me, I, I, I just feel if he can stay healthy for an entire season, he would go from being one of the top 20 to 25 receivers in this league to arguably top 10. I do believe Will Fuller is talented and I'm really pulling for him. But it's hard to pull for someone who's never there, who can never stay on the field. And it hurts me to say I do believe it's time to part ways with him. But in all reality, I believe parting ways with Will Fuller will actually be better for the Texans moving forward. Once again, if they could get a guy like Sammy Watkins, why not? Try to see what you can get back for Fuller. The draft is coming up in the in, in the, the month after free agency. Why not try to trade Will Fuller to, to possibly get back into the first round some kind of way or to possibly get two picks in the, in the, in the second round? You know, there's so much value for a guy like Fuller. Why not just look at the options that they can get for this guy? So... But once again, free agency is one of my favorite times of the year. I personally do believe that this is going to go down as one of the best free agency markets in NFL history. There's so much going on, especially given the drama of Tom Brady. I personally do not want to see Tom Brady leave the New England Patriots. If there is a possibility that Tom Brady, the greatest quarterback of all time, if there is a possibility that he can sign with a new team. I want to see him retire. I do not want to see Brady play for any other organization. And I'm not saying that because I don't believe that he can help a team become better. I mean, hell, it's Tom freaking Brady. Of course he can help a team get better. But I don't want to see another legend tarnish their image by wearing a jersey that does not make sense. It always happens. Take a look at Brett Favre. Why didn't he retire as a, as a Green Bay Packer? You take a look at basketball. The one that I still hate the most, Michael Jordan. His lasting image is him playing for the Washington Wizards. Most recently, Peyton Manning. Yes, I know he won the Super Bowl with the Denver Broncos. And yes, I know he still had a little bit left in his tank. But I hate knowing that my lasting image of Peyton Manning is him wearing a Denver Broncos jersey when it should have just been the Indianapolis Colts blue. Same thing goes for Ed Reed. Every time I think of Ed Reed, one of the best defensive players in this game, I think of him being with the Baltimore Ravens. But yet, the lasting image of him is basically being bounced around between the Texans and the New York Jets. Once again, me personally, I just I just had to go on a little rant because I hate when legendary players, you know it's time for them to retire. They want to hold on to that last bit of glory and they end up ruining and tarnishing their image wearing a jersey that doesn't make sense. I don't want to see Tom Brady in the Chargers jersey. I don't want to see Tom Brady in Indianapolis. If it's not the New England Patriots, retire. Locked on Texans podcast only on the Locked on Podcast Network. As always, I'm your host, Cody Davis. Please remember to follow me on Twitter at Cody, C-O-T-Y, D-A-V-I-S underscore 24.
Once again, please remember to follow Locked On Texans on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Megaphone, and Spotify. And of course, please follow Locked On Texans at Locked On Texans on Twitter. Word from the wise, if you have a dream, do whatever you have to do to pursue it. Work with the Mamba mentality. You are Locked On Texans, your daily podcast on the Houston Texans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.